1: Hello and welcome to Luann's Land Podcast, a place to find strength for your journey. Now here's your host, award-winning country music artist Luann Hunt. The road to success has been quite a long one for Parmalee, one of today's hottest country bands. The group was co-founded by brothers Matt and Scott Thomas, along with their cousin Barry Knox and friend Josh McSwain. Before signing a major contract with Broken Bow Records, the ensemble spent over a decade as an indie band, touring and also recording their original material. In 2010, the group had a major setback when Scott was severely wounded in an attempted robbery while relaxing in their RV after a gig in Rock Hill, South Carolina. He was in a coma for 10 days and it looked as though Scott might not make it. But fate stepped in, and thankfully, he not only recovered, but by 2011, he was back in action with the band. Over its career, Parmalee has scored numerous hits, including Carolina, Close Your Eyes, and Already Callin' You Mine. Matt was nice enough to agree to talk with me on the podcast, and as you will hear, he's a down-to-earth guy and extremely passionate about making music that strikes a chord with country fans and beyond. So here he is, Matt Thomas. Hey, Matt, how are you doing today?
2: Doing good.
1: How about you? Doing great. Doing great. So nice to have you on the podcast.
0: Glad to be here.
1: Yeah, well, you guys have been through it to get to where you're at. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was reading about everything that's happened to you, and just the determination and the perseverance is really inspiring.
0: Yeah, we... uh we we continue we still go, you know um it's been a it's been a long crazy trip for us but we're you know just love what we do we're so you know fortunate to be here and, and uh and just uh you know like i said before we love we love what we do so that's what it's all about
1: beyond just loving what you do what sort of drives you to make the kind of music that you make
0: um you know, it's it's. I think it's the love of, of songwriting and performing and um, just being out here in it, uh, you know, and you're just inspired constantly every day by just what you see and what you hear. And, and it's always, you know, my dad was a musician and he grew up in a small town and never really got a chance to do anything or go anywhere and didn't have anybody to kind of guide him along the way. So I feel like we're just carrying that torch for
1: Yeah, you know, that's true of a lot of artists where they come from a musical background. And, you know, back in the old days, people just did music for fun. I think by and large, there wasn't a whole lot of people out there trying to get record deals and (laughs) reach a worldwide audience.
0: Absolutely. I mean, there was no there was nobody in our our hometown that had, quote, made it or got out and did did it. You know, because it was small town people, rarely people got out. So um, even the most talented people ended up staying in town and uh there was nobody to guide you and say, Hey you should go to Nashville and this is a this is a we never knew there was a Belmont school for music. We never knew any of that stuff. Nobody there was you know, it was just uh you watch T V and you hope to be on T V one day playing music and uh and that's 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 all we knew. Uh but like I said, luckily we had parents that nurtured our, you know, ability and played in bands with us and and, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Did you guys always want to do country music?
0: Um, we, we always just, we didn't know, we didn't know what we wanted to do. We just wanted to get together and jam and play songs and stuff. And, you know, you know, as a, as a band, there really, really weren't any country bands to aspire to. So we grew up watching the bands, but as a singer, I'm like, I love Travis Tritt and I love Garth Brooks and I love, you know, uh, Greg Allman and the Southern soul guy. So it was more like, I want to sing like that guy, but I want to be in a band like Bon Jovi, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, and your music has a lot of rock influence in it too.
0: Absolutely. I mean we're a four piece band, two guitars and drums and bass and that you know, that core that's a rock and roll, and we we grew up on all that stuff and the southern rock and um you know, all the swampy stuff, and a lot of soul music and things like that, as well as all the country stuff too, you know.
1: I think it's great that nowadays people can sort of combine the different influences from the different genres and Create something that's marketable.
0: Yeah, I think it's it, it, everybody's influence. I was growing up I, by everything. My mom listened to pop radio. My, my granddad, my grandma listened to country music. And, you know, my dad listened to blues and R&B. And, you know, it all, it all influences you from things you listen to and you hear, I think. And, you know, it's, it's great. It's great to have all the different influences coming in to create. It, it's what it's going to take to make new music, you know.
1: Right, exactly. Now, do you find that it's challenging to try to get the music out the way it once was? Because I know, I know downloads are, are not as big as they once were because of the streaming platform. So trying yeah. to reach the fans is like a whole different ballgame, right?
0: It, it, it always has been. It's been since the days of, of, you know, if you're a band and you just play the clubs and people hear about you. I think the number one um, way is still word of mouth. It's if you hear something and you have to text me or you have to call me and tell me or email me and say, hey, you got to listen to this. Check this out. That's how stuff spreads, you know. And that, that will always be the case as far as something. I mean, it's called going viral, I guess. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, you know, radio is still a, a, a huge way to, to instantly have people hear about you. And that's always going to be a, uh, a tough cookie to crack, and um, but having Spotify or, or Apple Music and being able to just upload your music and have it accessible to the whole world is is great these days. I mean, it's it's all there. It's just about finding it. I think for for anybody discovering that 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 new band or that new sound or that new singer or whatever, um, and that's always going to be everybody's biggest you know challenge. is to I, I've got all this great music. I just need people to hear it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Now, how long did you guys go the indie route before you signed with a major recording company?
0: Um, Ten years.
1: Oh, wow. Ten That's years. a long time.
0: Oh, yeah. We worked, you know, we'd have bouts where we would be able to play for a couple of months. Then we'd have to go back to work doing construction jobs or whatever. Our buddies would pay us ten bucks an hour to help them clean gutters or, you know, put up insulation in the house or <laughs> we worked in my brother and I worked in the log and woods cutting trees.
1: So did you do a lot of the things that indie artists do? Like say you put your album on CD baby and you were going on all the different social media platforms and trying to share your music and, and all that.
0: Oh yeah. Everything you could ever imagine any way to get anybody to hear it. You know, uh, it was the Facebook had just come out. We were, you know, it, it, all the, social platforms were just getting started, you know, think about 10 years ago, or whatever. And, and it's just, uh, you, you did everything you could from, we put flyers out, we put, you know, we put posters up, we did everything you possibly could. And like I said, I mean, that was the thing you just need to get people to hear it.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I think the big challenge is that there's so many bands and solo artists out there on the internet.
0: The cream rises to the top though. You, you, it, it does in most cases. Um, but, but it, uh, it definitely is, um, you know, because everybody can record now. It used to be you had to save your money up to go in a real studio and record and, you know, you couldn't manipulate everything so much on a computer. It had to be real and it just wasn't that much out there. Now there's so much out there and, you know, which is cool. If you're, if you have any kind of ability, you can make a song and record a song because there's a lot of people who aren't best guitar players or, or, you know, but they're great on a computer and they can put together some music and it's great. So, you know, it's, it's it's a, it's a lot out there to, to take in. You just got to go find it.
1: That's true. Yeah. You do have to find it. It's not going to find you as easily as it once did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So what kind of themes do you like to explore in your songwriting?
0: Um, you know, generally we keep things positive and, and up tempos if, if we can, that's kind of like our, our thing, you know, um, and so on, try to do that, but you never know what, what's going to hit you. You never know what title you might come up with or, uh, you know, you know things, something you might hear somebody say that just hits you like a, a bat, you know, out of nowhere. And you're like, wow, that's a great song title. So, um, and I'm not necessarily trying to steer down one lane. It's, it's all a matter of just life and things that come to you and things you hear.
1: Yeah, it's true. I mean, if you look around, there's a story everywhere, right?
0: Yeah, there is. Yeah.
1: Do you have any songs that are really near and dear to your heart that you've recently recorded?
0: Um, You know, on this last album, um, I I would, I've been writing a lot lately, so it's kind of hard to keep up with all these songs. I've got some ones that I've written recently. um, But I think on on the last album, I think that, that, I don't know. I I love Savannah. That's that's just a great song from, I, I love that one. That was a, it's a special song for me and a songwriter that wrote it. It's just uh, one of my favorite ones on the album, I think.
1: And tell me a little bit about what is that song about?
0: Um, well, it's just about, you know, uh, the girl that got away kind of thing. The one that, you know, you you, you probably should have stuck with but you didn't. <laughs> Chasing this thing, we do.
1: Right. And, you know, I, I find that especially with guys, they can always seem to say what they feel about somebody more easily in a song as opposed to just telling them, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Way easier.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, one of my big musical idols is John Denver and you might be too young to even remember him, but
0: I'm the John Denver.
1: Yeah. But you know, he used to write songs about his <clears throat> wife, Annie. And I thought, Oh my God, how could she have left the guy? You know, <laughs> <It's> like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Paula wrote him after she left him. Huh? <laughs>
1: Well one of his songs his big ode to her Annie song he wrote after they had a huge fight you know and he went out to go skiing on the mountain or something and he was going up the chairlift he just started writing this song and he, he came back and he sang it to her and you know but it was like god you know it's so wonderful to be able to write what you feel like that
0: Yeah it happens like that a lot
1: It does now, have you guys sort of gone to explore any of the social themes of the day? Um,
0: not really. Um, we just keep it simple, stupid, you know? <laughs> that's us. You know, that that's our kind of thing for, for us. You know, we're not try- we don't have an agenda or anything like that. We just we we just kinda write for fun, you know, write Want everybody to have a good time.
1: Yeah, I was reading about your party pack, so that's that sounds like it's a lot of fun.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's uh six songs of our party it's a party playlist, just popping in if you're having a barbecue or out on the boat or you know, having a back porch party or wherever you're at, tailgate. It's all just uh six of our fun time songs. We added a couple of new ones. And uh yeah, it's it's, it's a good time.
1: And I think people need to have good times nowadays more than ever with so much going on. Absolutely. It's always great to have music in the background to kind of lighten the mood.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it helps. It helps a lot.
1: So what do you guys have coming up?
0: Doing a crazy, crazy run this week. We're going, we're in Scottsdale today and then we're in LA for a couple of days and then we're in New York and then we're in Philadelphia and we'll be headed back to Nashville to do some, get back in the studio, working on new stuff as usual and, um, just back out on tour. It's been a, a grind out here, just getting it. So,
1: oh yeah, yeah. It's it sounds like you're yeah. very, very busy. So you're working on a new album then for down the road.
0: Yeah, we work on. Well, it's, it's always ongoing. We work on songs. We write songs, and we'll go in and record them, and see which ones kind of rise to the top of the, the batch. You know, that's how we how we do it. So keep on writing, and and uh, you know we'll have uh, we'll have something new out here soon. We're just going into go through all the songs we have and figure out what the next one is.
1: So what's one of the most valuable things you've learned on this musical journey? Um,
0: you know, just be true to yourself, do what you do. Do your thing. Don't try to chase what everybody else has got going on.
1: Yeah. I had shooter Jennings on the podcast a few weeks ago and he was saying the very same thing because, you know, he's got the whole outlaw thing going and he's purposely steered away from, you know, trying to be on the mainstream. But, um, I think there's a lot of people trying to copy things, but in the end, I would imagine you would agree that you're much better off if you sort of march to your own drummer, right?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very much. So anyway, this has been great and I really appreciate you taking the time to be on. I know you have this big show coming up at the forum this weekend.
0: Oh yeah. It's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know there's a lot of other artists that are going to be out there and it's to—it's definitely going to be a big party.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> I wish you guys all the best and again, thank you so much for being on the show.
0: Well, thank you so much. Great talking with you.
2: Home is where my heart is still beating. And I don't know when I'll see her again so far away.
1: listen to Luann's Land podcast on Tuesdays from noon to 1230 p.m. Pacific at luannslandpodcast.com or luannslandpodcast.buzzsprout.com follow the show on Facebook at Luann's Land Podcast and on Twitter at Luann's Land. all episodes will be archived for free on demand streaming